Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's edition of Truth to Power. My name is Justin Mogg, one of the volunteer programmers here at Forward Radio. Happy to be volunteer hosting this week's edition of Truth to Power, where we bring you interesting community conversations every week here on Forward Radio. If you'd like to be on the program or if you have an idea for another program, we really encourage you to go to forwardradio.org, click participate, and let us know what you want to share with our community. Well, what I want to share with you this week is the third and final part of our uh highlights from the 2022 Louisville Maker Fair. Forward Radio, of course, was thrilled to participate in this year's Louisville Maker Fair held back on Saturday, September 10th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the University of Louisville's Student Activities Center. And I and my co-host Brian Barnes had just a great time wandering around the fair and talking to some of the many, many different participants, so many interesting and creative people from all around of our community doing really cool things with making stuff of all kinds and getting others excited about creation, creativity, innovation, uh, and in some cases, a little bit of sustainability too. But uh, we are going to take you back now to the live broadcast we did from the Student Activity Center back on September 10th and hear a little bit more from some different makers in our community here on Truth to Power on Forward Radio. And we are interrupting our regularly scheduled programming to bring you a special live broadcast today. We're going to take the power today here and bring you down to the University of Louisville's campus. We're really excited to be participating today in the Louisville Maker Fair. I believe it's the third one ever held here in Louisville. Maker Fairs are a global movement of creatives and makers and innovators of all kinds and we really want to encourage you to come on down and make something fun something that matters come visit our booth here at forward radio we're here representing making community media that matters together but there are all kinds of makers here at today's maker fair my name is justin mogg i'm excited to be volunteering today with forward radio and bringing you some live coverage from the Maker Fair that is running until 6 p.m. It kicked off at 10 a.m. here at the University of Louisville's main campus in the Student Activity Center. All the uh, activities today through 6 o'clock are centered around the iconic clock tower at the Student Activity Center. And uh, when you're here, stop by the Ford Radio booth. We're up here in the main ballroom on the second floor of the Student Activities Center. And right next to the surgery in space is Forward Radio. My goodness, the uh, volunteer shift has changed, and we've got K.A. Owens in the house. Welcome, K.A. Hey, uh, great to be here at the University of Louisville. This is my alma mater. i got, yes. got two degrees from here. I love walking around campus and seeing all the new buildings. Yeah, uh, <laughs> It's like every 15 minutes they put up a new building. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so I just hope that the that the quality of the education matches the real estate. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's, That's what we're working on. We all, we all hope that, Kay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do. And Amy Smalley's here from Perks of Being a Book Lover. You got your recording rig We've set up. We've gotten some promos today. People walking by, oh, recorded awesome. some promos. Ja'Cory Arthur did one. You got Ja'Cory doing a station ID for us. That's so cool. Yeah, you've got... You've got demonstrated for people how easy it is to make your own podcast and then broadcast, right? Absolutely. 
So come visit us at the Ford Radio Table. We're here until 6 p.m. at the Louisville Maker Fair. You can pick up one of our awesome bumper stickers or uh, lapel pins and and sport your forward radio love we got a tip jar and throw a few bucks in the jar right now to support us uh brian do you want to wander down out out of the ballroom yeah we should go we should go take a look out of the room okay there how, much, how much longer are we live I think we'll be live until two o'clock or so. Uh, there are booths scattered about both There's some things outside, inside and outside. Let's head outside. It's still a nice day out. Uh, it's rain may be coming later in the day, but right now, it is good weather to come on out to the University of Louisville. Oh, there's the robotic dog. It, it's not fuzzy at all. I don't know. I like pets because they're cuddly. This one doesn't look cuddly. No, I don't know. It looks like there's someone trying to cuddle it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of kids around it here in the foyer at the at the Maker Fair. Uh, yellow and black robotic dog. It doesn't have a head. It doesn't drool, but it's got. Uh, it's you got don't have to body. feed it, but I bet you got to plug it in every now and then. Okay, now. It started off fixed. Brian, <laughs> Brian, you know a lot more about dogs than I do. Uh, you can pet the robotic dog, and it might give you some feedback. If you were to equate this to an actual dog breed, which would it be? This looks like something like um, a wire runner. Is that the is that the one? Oh my goodness! Look at this thing moving down this. Now it looks like. Well, hello. <laughs> it's, it's, kind of, it's moving right around. It is us. ignoring us and yeah. eager to go back to the ballroom. I think it has to pee. Oh, it might have to. Yeah, it definitely is on a mission. Everyone's <laughs> chasing it down the. I don't know what kind of dog that is. That is the coolest science fiction looking thing, though. I'm a little creeped out by it. I got to be honest. Um, I, I like pets, but that to me is a little creepy. Uh, I don't know why either. It shouldn't be creepy. <laughs> but it's, not, the, it's not much of a cat. <laughs> the robotic dog is here at the Louisville Maker Fair. If you want to just wander the halls, you will run into it and have the opportunity to pet it. Yeah. And, um, feels great. Feels great. Feels like plastic under your skin. So we're heading outside into this beautiful day and some tents that are out and about. Ooh, the, we've got folks from the Kentucky Science Center here, uh, and they are helping the kids get active, right? Yeah, I can see that there are a lot of kids' activities here, a lot of people touching things. Uh, I see some printmaking going on. I see some, uh, I see, what is that, paper making over there? I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure what's happening. There are a lot of kids' activities. Come out and check it out for yourself. I see a kiddie pool. Uh, it looks like a giant, um, what is it, Etch-a-Sketch? Are they no, mixing no. paint? What's it? Marble painting. That's what it is. Yeah. Hi. What's going on here at the, the Science Center's booth? We um, made this gyro table out of a thing that we used to have in the Science Center, so we had that part left over. So we made this large scale version of marble painting okay. um we're resetting right now but yeah. i have some tennis balls some balls with holes some wooden balls oh. every type of ball in here and so every guest that walks by adds a new color so so you put the paper down in the kiddie pool and yep. then you roll the paintballs over yep absolutely gotcha yeah okay. it's awesome <laughs> it's so much fun we also have some letter presses that we made oh. and we also have a uh, boat activities to practice buoyancy 
And then we also, behind me, we have marble painting on a smaller scale. So you can take that artwork home with you, and it's just using marbles and trays. Oh, nice. so, yeah. so that's like a, a little index card-sized art you can make yeah. by uh, dolloping a little paint onto your marble yeah. and then rolling it over the... That's so cool. Yeah. Um, Shane right here, he actually made our um, letter presses, and they're awesome. He's a genius. <laughs> okay, Shane, you're a genius here at the Kentucky Science Center. Uh, tell us about these letter presses. All right. Uh, well, yeah, so we um, laser cut these letter presses uh, in-house using uh, our makerspace at the Kentucky Science Center. They have one too, Brian. There are makerspaces everywhere. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and so this is really our showcase of what, uh, what the Science Center believes it is to be a maker, uh, which is to take uh, items and make something unique out of them. Yeah. So these are laser cut out of wood, is that right? And then you roll the ink onto them? So yes, it's actually um, it's quarter-inch acrylic and uh, wood okay. and a rolling pin. And okay. you make a printing plate out of a cutting board and foam or oh. Legos and Lego tile bricks. Oh. And then we spread ink across them, run them through the uh, the letterpress to transfer that, that plate. And then the kids can take home these prints and put them on their fridge. Absolutely. It becomes a work of art. <laughs> well, very Is this something that people can regularly interact with at the Kentucky Science Center? Uh, so the Kentucky Science Center has a place we call Maker Place. Yeah. Uh, Maker Place is a maker space. And uh, the educator who's in that space gets to change the activities around to be engineering, technology, art, and we really want it to be uh, dynamic. Yeah. And every time you come up, something new, something fresh. The Kentucky Science Center, if you haven't been, very interactive space, right? <laughs> Absolutely, very interactive. Check them out down on Main Street. Uh, are you guys open seven days a week or what? We are. We are wow. open seven days a week until 5 o'clock. Wow. And, of course, you just had an amazing amount of summer camps and things like that. Uh, anything you want to promote coming up in the fall at the Science Center? Uh, so we do have uh, Maker Days coming up okay. uh, in November. Uh, be on the lookout for that. That is where we uh, kind of do a showcase of community makers as well, very similar to Maker Fair. Uh, we also have Dino Days coming up. Uh, that is next Saturday. That is where we are doing... Uh, just a dinosaur celebration because everyone loves nice. dinosaurs. And you might remember we just got our uh, Lottie, our, our new dinosaur. I just laid my eyes on Lottie. Yes, yeah, very cool. Yep. And so he, she's up on the elevator shaft again. And um, <laughs> I believe there there is some discussion about the name. We ran a uh, contest trying to get the name, figure out what it is, and we will announce what the winner is. I oh. know that Louisville kind of referred to it as Lottie, but we yeah. we are seeing if that's going to stay. <laughs> Well, great. Thanks for being here at the Louisville Maker Fair. This is so fun. No, not a problem. Pleasure to be here. It's great. All right. Enjoy the rest of the day. Keep those kids printing. This is cool. Um, right next door down on Main Street is the KMAC Museum, and they happen to have a booth right next door to the Kentucky Science Center here at the Louisville Maker Fair. Um, so you can check that out. Come on down right outside the Student Activity Center. Kentucky Museum of Art and Craft is so cool, uh, and they have so many things to share with you here at the Louisville Maker Fair, including 
a wide variety of instruments. What kind of instruments are these? Hey, you're live on Forward Radio. Tell us about your booth here. Uh, my name is Daniel Graham, hey, and Daniel. I'm an artist and professor here in Kentucky. All right. And we're here with the K Mac Museum, and uh, so I'm in the Triennial currently with some artwork and sculpture. But I brought some instruments that are just fun that yeah. you guys can see. So, uh, so we have everything from banjos to violins. Um, this is an electric tea kettle banjo. What? So it's, have you ever seen anything like that, Brian? <laughs> seen like this. Can you make tea in it still? Yeah. <laughs> no, I wish I could make tea in it, but I can make some electric music in it. Oh, let's listen in. Wow. Now that's a that's a bluegrass sound I haven't heard before. Yeah. <laughs> That's like something else. Banjo. That's so awesome. this is your creation? Yes, yes, completely. All of these are handmade by me from scratch. So I try and make everything possible that I can. So I don't buy anything from the store unless I absolutely have to. Uh, like the strings or the fret wire, but everything else, every yeah. nut, every bolt is made from scratch. And tell us about this banjo. It looks like it has a laser etched it's a hand face. Cut, it's a hand cut linoleum block that's printed on the inside. Um, wow. And this, one, this one's quite slick because you can adjust the volume really well. So... change the sound I can actually dampen it and make it super quiet oh wow oh wow that's amazing that's really neat wow so are, are, are you so you're, you're making everything yourself you're ma building these yourself are you using traditional methods and materials, or are you trying to do something innovative? Yeah. Both. Well, I think innovation can also come from tradition. I don't think it has to be... Like, I've used everything from laser engravers to, like, fancy CNC's. I really don't care what ever gets the job done. Okay. So these ones are traditionally made with no electricity, so everything made from scratch by hand. So hand tools only. Yes. Um, but I also have ones that, if I don't want to do that, then definitely I'll be using a laser engraver, a laser cutter, or anything else I need. Oh, cool. Cool. Tell us about this white one on the end. I don't even know to ask you what type of instrument this is. <laughs> so traditionally banjos, traditionally banjos were made out of gourds. Right. So you have like a it's an African band. instrument, Correct. right? So you have this nice little beautiful little instrument. We're looking at a banjo that's made out of a gourd that has two sections in it. I don't yeah. know what they're called, right? But you're, it's playing over those two sections. Right. Now. Imagine this is a lot bigger. A lot of people want a bigger resonance or a bigger gourd. Okay. I have black thumbs. I can't grow anything. I, <laughs> I can make stuff out of dead stuff, but I can't make stuff out of, you know, I can't grow it. So I decided to make make a larger gourd, and so this is a ceramic-bodied banjo. Oh, right. wow. This is like a ceramic flower pot you'd buy at a, wow. at a garden store. So it gives that nice deep resonance yeah. and everything else. And so that's the same thing, but a four string guitar. So if you play guitar, it's the bottom four strings of the tenor guitar. Okay. So if you play guitar? No. Oh, I don't either. <laughs> I don't either, but my wife did, so I made it for her. So. All right, very cool. Very yeah. cool. So so this is also, the white one is also a pot. Correct. For the, so, yeah, ceramic, ceramic pot. pot. With a core, it's got a uh, goat, skin, a goat skin head on it. And so it uh, bounces around and resonates the sound. Up. 
That's really incredible. We are here with the Maker Fair. We are at the KMAC Museum booth, which is outside of the sack on former Brook Street, which has turned into a walking path now. We've got a lot of folks out here. And uh, tell us your name again. Daniel Graham. Daniel Graham, and he is an instrument maker and uh, faculty from a Kentucky... Georgetown College. I'm in Georgetown College in Georgetown, Kentucky. And what department are you in? I teach in the art department. teach sculpture and printmaking. Very cool, and could probably teach some instrument making, too, if that comes around. Absolutely. All right, well, thank you for coming out and showing us your instruments. And people can buy instruments from you, custom instruments, Absolutely. I guess. You have a card here, jdgram.net. Yep. All right. And then on Instagram, Daniel Graham or Graham Instruments. Okay, okay. Well, thank you so much, and good luck to, good luck to you. All right, thank you kindly. Absolutely. And people can see you at KMAC, too, your, your works there? Currently at the KMAC, they have a triennial up, and there's three of my works there on display, uh, downstairs and upstairs. It's a fantastic show. Awesome. If you can make it out to KMAC, you'll see some of this great work. Those are instruments there also, right? Actually, it's like, uh, you'll really enjoy it. It's deer on stilts that are like 11 feet tall, and they have like two 18-foot robots hanging from the walls. It's really, really cool. So go wow. The innovation never stops. Wow. All right, good to meet you. That's so cool. I uh, want to apologize to our listeners on the radio. The internet cut out on us a bit there, uh, but you can catch the full podcast version at forwardradio.org after we're done here. We'll be posting that. Uh, sharing with you some of the highlights from the Louisville Maker Fair. Let's, let's hope the internet keeps with us as we go on to Momentum Motorsports. You can learn more about them at MomentumKY.com. They've got a historic motor vehicle here on the UofL campus with the hood up, Brian. I can see that, and I also see that the headlights oh. maybe are... They're, they don't. Oh. They don't. They don't strike me as traditional. No, they don't. Yeah. I just good. Good catch on. Well, that. that's the only thing. I, know. I, I I don't know hardly anything about these <laughs> about these. But maybe somebody here can tell us a little bit yeah. more about them. Would you? We're on the radio live. Would you like to talk to us or would? Oh boy, my husband just left. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do we have my, here? My booth is over there. But no, this is um, a do-it-yourself garage. So you you know it has all the tools, lifts available for you to use. All you you know basically it's so you don't have to work on your car in the driveway. Oh, that's pretty cool. And where's the garage located? It's located on Hull Street over there on Payne near Breckenridge Franklin, like where Distillery Commons is, that kind of that area over there. Oh, yeah, very good. And so uh, do people need a membership or? So he does it by the hour, by the day, or by the month. So all kinds of options depending on how big your job is. Okay. And was this is this uh, an example of the kind of work that can be done in the garage? Is that the idea? Yes. So his, this is his friend's truck. And I think they spent not this summer, but the previous summer working on that in the shop. And he's got another one there right now. So it's really big on community. So everyone kind of hangs out together, works on, um, you know, you always have help of others there while you're, you know, while you're working. Well, it's so important when you're working on a vehicle. By yourself, it's really hard. Right, and building community in general these days, right? That's super hard. It's really nice that you all are doing this around this important skill. Uh, do you all do any training at all for folks? Well, we are We are getting ready. My organization, Side by Side, a nonprofit, we do a lot of apprenticeship programs. So I'm going to partner with my husband, and we're hoping to do an apprenticeship program for kids ages like 16 to 22, where they do like a six-week program where they learn all like the basic skills of, you know, mounting tires, changing batteries, that sort of thing. And then they're going to have it, we're going to have local mechanic shops come in and hire kids hopefully on the spot. Well, that sounds fantastic, and people can find out more about that at uh, MomentumKY.com, is that right? Yep, that's right, yep. All right, very cool. Thank you for coming out to the Maker Fair today. And what was your other organization? Uh, mine's Side by Side Studio. Okay, well, we're going to go down. Is there somebody down there we can talk to when yes, we get down there? Yes, down there. 
Yeah. All right, we look forward to it. Yeah. Have a great day. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks, you too. Thanks. Very right. cool. Momentum Motorsports here at the Louisville Maker Fair. Uh, we are broadcasting live using the Wi-Fi available to us. Apologies to folks for the few dropouts we may be having. This is a John Deere tractor, Brian. Do you have you ever seen a tractor like that before? Uh, not one. <laughs> not one that has the um, sort of entire body cut out of it and has a plexiglass screen. So we can see the batteries in sequence here. It looks here. to me like it's an electric lawnmower. I think it's definitely an electric lawnmower. Um, see if we can learn a little more about it here. We, we, this is the kind of place where you can come and see maybe the future of lawn mowing, Brian. <laughs> we're from uh, we're from Forward Radio Live. Would you like to tell us what we're looking at here? Sure. This is a uh, 48 volt electric lawnmower. Okay. Uh, it was a perfectly functioning. 13 horsepower gas John Deere that I took the engine out and it's sitting in my garage right now oh. with nothing to do <laughs> um, and I put four batteries in it wired in series and got a electric motor off of eBay it's meant for go-karts oh. and a chain and sprocket that connects to uh, the original pulley um, I had to get a lathe in order to uh, uh, machine the output shaft and that was a very fun gift to myself <laughs> no doubt at all no doubt at all so were you just doing this for fun uh for fun and to get more educated on electric vehicles oh okay cool. and what's your name my name's andy okay andy thanks a lot for coming out to yep. the maker fair and are you just showing this off today is that the idea yep cool Any showing it off answering questions uh, and seeing what ideas people have anybody can do it i suppose if you have a lathe yeah. <laughs> and if you have a mill, let me know. <laughs> All right, Andy's and, right, Andy's right outside the sack. Come see him. And will there be tractor rides later? You gonna you gonna do a little joyride? Uh, I might ride it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good street for it. It's closed I told off. The organizers that I wouldn't let kids ride it. Okay. okay. <laughs> a lot of safety for us. Well, there are some limitations, but this looks like a fantastic piece of equipment. Thanks for coming out and showing us today and inspiring everybody with this. Thanks. Absolutely. All right, coming out and join us. We're going to keep walking around. Are we going to are we going to stay outside? Are we going to ri risk the internet drop? I think we are, Brian. We are living on the edge here at the Louisville Maker Fair. Quite on the edge. Uh, we, we want to expose you to all the cool booths out here outside on this lovely day. With it's not it's clouded. I love a nice cloudy day. We don't get enough of those around here. I grew up in Ohio. We we got clouds all the time. Up there, is that right? <laughs> well, yeah. Anybody should come out. It's a mild day. The temperature is lovely. Uh, there's so much stuff to do out here, so many people to see. If it's been a while since you've been down to Belknap campus, you'll really be blown away. We've got electric-powered go-karts rolling around this place. I guess they're trying to help you learn to make your own stuff. we got more just maker spaces. Every, every other table is a maker space of some kind. All kinds of really interesting art out here um, at the Maker Fair. If you're into engineering of any type, especially DIY stuff, I mean, I, I can't even describe it all. The variety of machines. There Words are, fail us. I mean, really, the amount of pulleys and slinkies and batteries and uh, nuts and bolts around here, it's amazing. So, Brian, I, I've been wondering if you know, if you could tell me what time it is on Mars. Oh, well, uh, let's see. <laughs> There's a piece of technology here to help. Oh, 23. 223? 223 yeah. on Mars. Is, it, is that AM or PM on Mars? And that's 223 in the morning. 223 in the morning on Mars. All right. Is this, and, and, and how do we know these things? 
So uh, this is uh, the time at the Prime Meridian. It's analogous to like uh, GMT here on Earth. Uh, why are we Why are we doing this here? What's the What What are What are we trying to inspire people with with this information? Okay, so uh, originally uh, my plan was to uh, raise uh, insects for colonists to consume on Mars, you know? Wow. They'll uh, take up a lot less space and use a lot less resources sure. than uh, traditional livestock. And so what I wanted to do was to, like, raise them and treat them on, on Mars time. So I wanted to have something to control the lights and, and all that stuff. So uh, out of that, the uh, the Mars clock was born. Oh, that's so interesting. That's so interesting. And, and so you made this at level one? I did, yeah. Tell us about, tell us about the space. So uh, level one is a makerspace, hackerspace. Uh, we have uh, 3D printers, uh, laser cutters, wood shop, metal shop, all the tools you need, any project you want to do. Uh, if you don't have the tools for it, come on down. We'll show you how to use them. And you're located in Butchertown now? Uh, yeah, we are. Uh, we've been down there for a couple of years, uh, like right next to the stadium. Right. Uh, Tuesday nights are our open hacking and uh, making night. Uh, so. Uh, it's the best time for first-timers to come down, get a tour of the space. Yeah. Tuesday nights. What time does that start? Uh, what is it? 8 o'clock? Yeah, here we go. We got some, we got some cards. We got some stickers Okay. Oh, cool. Level 1 Hacker Space, East Washington Street. And uh, Tuesday at 8 p.m. is the open meeting right here on it. So. Uh, anyone's invited? Is there are there fees associated with Hackerspace? Uh, we are membership based. It's about fifty bucks a month. Um, but if you want to come on uh, the times we're open to the public, uh, anytime a member's is, uh, available in the space, uh, you can come on down and, and check us out. All right, cool. Well, thanks for sharing that information, and thanks for sharing your Mars clock with yeah, us. I think that's I that's fantastic. Do we have a, do we have different clocks over here or what? No, no, no. This is this is a kinematic sculpture. Okay. Uh, it's an artist's expression, a mechanical expression for life. Okay. Okay. Like the board game. So so here's a person and he's spinning around. It oh yeah. Is a mechanical contraption, right? Okay. I've got a blue person spinning on a a, a post. There's a whole bunch of gears at the bottom, but basically. <laughs> We're on radio? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all being creative today. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you need to see it. We'll tell you that. You need to believe it. The limitations of the but media. there's a bunch of gears that are moving a bunch of stuff around. Yeah. And the net effect is a person is lost in space between three goals oh. of being wealthy or famous oh. or in love. Okay. All the gears drive all these goals as this person is spinning around. The mechanism is a Stuart platform. It's what they use for flight simulators. The gears are epicyclic gears. And at the bottom, the drive motor is the hidden force that makes it all happen. Wow. That's amazing. And, and you, you made this? I took a wood board and cut it into a bunch of gears and made this just for the field. At the hackerspace? Yeah. Yeah, sure. That's, that's what you do. <laughs> so anybody can do anything Whatever like floats your boat, you can do it. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing your art with us. That's fantastic. Thank you. People should check out the Level 1 hackerspace. Been around for quite a few years and making great art and interesting scientific uh, innovations. Thank you guys very much. I've got um, got a picture. The eyes are. Oh, the eyes are moving. Yeah, I'm not That's sure if they're creepy. following us. Is this a? Oh, it's a flux capacitor. flux capacitor. Wow. I thought we were back to the uterus again no, for a second. No, this does is, look like a uterus. It really does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do we press it? Where is it? Here. 
here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 37, 39. Here we go. We're getting up to 80 miles an hour. It is. Yeah, 55. 60. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's starting to spark. And okay. it's 80 miles an hour. Ah! Oh, and now it's all coming back. Wow. Pretty cool. Nice. That took me back. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they never go long enough. So we... Yeah, it's like a treadmill for Slinkies. Oh, this is good. Slinkies need exercise. This is cool. That's very cool. Thank you, thank you. Come on out and turn the crank yourself at the Maker Fair. Got musical instruments. What a bunch of cool things. Wow. And we are back with the U of L Mechanical Engineering Department. I know they do these fun like go kart things. That one has seen some mud. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there is a whole uh, kids maker space. People are making little to toy cars and things like that here with Louisville Collegiate. Uh, very fun. Oh, and then they have a little go-kart racing track for those. Uh, we're getting close to the food trucks, and I can almost smell it, Brian. I'm, I'm getting on towards lunchtime, I yeah, think. Yeah, I'm starting to get pretty hungry myself. This might be a mistake coming over here to the food court. <laughs> But we'll just be live broadcasting for a few more minutes here on Forward Radio. We want to encourage you to come on out to the Louisville Maker Fair here at the University of Louisville campus. Right around the clock tower. We are standing right beneath that clock tower interviewing folks who are involved in the Maker Fair. And hoping you will come out to enjoy this unique once-a-year experience that hasn't happened since 2019. COVID, thankfully, has relieved a little bit, and uh, people are able to get back together. We are standing near a blast furnace now. Uh, I, I, I think it was hot enough today, but some heat is being added. Oh, yeah. You can have, you can see the there's a visual distortion here that's so hot, com the, the material's so hot coming out of this oven, but that's okay. They have some barriers. They have people with safety equipment. Yes. Looks like they're making a giant pizza right now. No, I don't think it's pizza. It's, I, I can't tell. It's a little far away. But uh, oh, look, they're putting honey on it. It's not honey. That's Brian. not honey. It's okay. glass. I need to get a little closer. <laughs> Come out, and see for yourself. So we are at the glass blowing booth. Uh, they're, you know, glass blowing. They take these long rods, and then they spin the heck out of them, and they apply these different calipers and tools to make different shapes. And then they blast it in the furnace to melt that glass. You know, glass is still a liquid even when it's installed in your house. Are you telling me that the windows in my in my house are still liquid? Technically liquid. And in old old buildings, you see how the glass warps a little bit. Sure. That's the mo actual molecules of glass moving over time. Oh, that's so creepy. I, I wonder. <laughs> I, I wonder if they'll crawl up the wall. Is there any danger here? I had no idea. We have li we have liquid in our in our house where we thought we had solids. The things you learn at the Maker Fair. That's right. That's right. Oh, I can't stand near this heat. It's, it's too. too it's too hot. Um, there is stuff inside the red barn too. Oh my goodness, they've really. You want to check out the red barn and see what we've got? 
We're live broadcasting from the Louisville Maker Fair with me, Justin Mogg, and Brian Barnes on your community radio station. This is what we love to do. We love to get out in the community and share the love with you all and encourage you to get engaged, too. That's what this station is all about, community engagement. Uh, and makers of all kinds are here at the Louisville Maker Fair. And, oh, it's a presentation here in the Red Barn. That's what's going on. I see a bunch of urban planners here. There's Patrick Puma. Puma from the uh, Urban Design Studio is here. Yeah, and we have some some uh, plans for the city. Is that what that is? It? Let's, I see the Capitol Holding Building. Yeah, I see a giant model of the entire city. So, wow. I, we, we don't want to interrupt the proceedings, but that is going on in the Red Barn right now. Uh, you two can check out the Urban Design Studio here on display at the Louisville Maker Fair. How do we make a city that works for everybody? That's the kind of question that people are tackling in the urban design studio and we are back live here on forward radio with me justin mogg bringing you a special live broadcast from the louisville maker fair and you know things happen on live broadcasts like your uh, laptop suddenly loses all battery power so we're gonna wrap it up here brian uh it has been fun roaming around what, what was your favorite booth today my favorite booth today, I tell you, I really enjoyed talking to the people at First Build. They, cool? they had a lot of fun stuff going on. Yeah. They were really trying to get people to think differently about creativity, and I like the multi-layered approach. But I have to say, I like so many of the great uh, innovators and thinkers that are out here, and they're sh- they have such pretty things also, a lot of really attractive art and yes. and technology. But, yeah, for me, First Build was, took the cake, I think. We're back live at the Louisville Maker Fair. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope you've been enjoying our special broadcast from this year's Louisville Maker Fair with me, Justin Mogg, and Brian Barnes. Brian, before we cut out, I was going to ask you, you know, have you, as you go around and meet these makers and see the way they're thinking, does, do you see, like, critical thinking happening here in a different way than you normally conceive of it? Well, not, not in a different way than I normally conceive of okay. it, but the nice thing about this particular approach is that people are very focused on process right that's the thing in in our day-to-day lives that might be the normal place we're not always as focused on process we keep trying things till they work and a lot of times we're a little bit random but here they're really trying to figure out why a thing works and if it didn't work exactly why it didn't work and and how to move around the thinking landscape so that they can be the most efficient. So I really like the focus on process, focus on purpose, focus on questions. And there just isn't enough of that in our day-to-day life. And I don't know, maybe all of us would be very creative and very innovative if we did a little bit more of that stuff. Do you think actual process of making something, attempting to make something, does that engage our brains differently than the typical, you know, you're a philosopher, like the the typical academic exercise or intellectual exercise where we're kind of all in our heads. Is there something about actually physically making something that is different? Well, it is because we bring something into the world, which is super important. And I think a lot of people really get a shot in the arm in terms of motivation when they can make something. Uh, We also get to bring in some concrete um, physical... um, characteristics we might not always be thinking about how plastics work how wood works how metal works how water works but now we can bring that into our philosophical musings and we can learn a little bit more about how these everyday uh, you know media end up uh, coming together to help us do new things and I think once we 
get a, a new insight into an old object or an old um, uh, material, then, then that really sets our thinking off in a new direction. And that can be really, really helpful. So yeah, I think, I, th I think these, these kinds of making activities, also the linking of the body and the mind explicitly, you know, all that's really positive stuff. You know, and I wanted to ask you, Justin, what about a lot of stuff got made out here, but maybe not a lot of sustainability. What do you say well, about that? You know, we're running out of time to answer that question. We get <laughs> just got a few seconds left before we send you back to the studio. Uh, but yeah, I think thinking about the sustainability of our materials is always an important thing. And uh, it has been great live broadcasting to you from the Maker Fair here at UofL. What fun we've had. We uh, and we encourage you, there's still three hours left. Of the, I'm sorry, four hours left of the fair. So come on out to the clock tower here at UofL and check out our booth at Forward Radio and get part of making media that matters. And that is how we wrapped up the special live broadcast that Forward Radio did at the Louisville Maker Fair held for the third time. So glad to be back in person held at the University of Louisville's Student Activity Center back on Saturday, September 10th. Forward Radio was so thrilled to be a part of it and to meet many potential makers of media that matters with us. Uh, we were recruiting folks to get involved in the station, and we hope some of you will get behind these microphones soon. Uh, and it was so fun to broadcast with Brian Barnes live from the Louisville Maker Fair. The Maker Fair is a movement. Uh, of course, you can learn about our own Maker Fair online at louisville.makerfair.com. And fair has an E at the end, just to show you it's a little something extra different, louisvillemakerfair with an E.com. Uh, and there you can also get links out to the global Maker Fair movement. And of course, you can find that link and information about all the wonderful local makers we interviewed on today's broadcast on the podcast versions of our programs, which you can always find archived at forwardradio.org. It has been a great treat hosting Truth to Power this week with you here on Forward Radio. We hope you all will go to forwardradio.org now that you're inspired to make and come make some media that matters with us. We'd love to have you right here on Truth to Power or the Access Hour. You know, every week there are these two programs every week that just provide easy community access. You can have an access hour here on the station where you are in control. You decide what you want to make with us and uh, we will help you through the technical stuff. You don't need to know anything about making radio. We can handle all of that. We'll just get you in the studio or we could even do it virtually if you prefer and turn the microphones on and let you share your passions. Uh, that's what Maker Fairs are all about and that's what Forward Radio is all about. That's why it felt like such a great collaboration to be out there with them and live broadcasting from the Louisville Maker Fair in September uh, and hosting a booth there. It's because we want to share our passion for broadcasting and podcasting with you all. We want to get you all involved uh, in this process of making community media that matters. So please go to forwardradio.org and uh, click on participate there and pitch us anything that 
you want to make with us. It could be a conventional radio show. It could be a weekly one or a one-time access hour. Or maybe you just want to be a guest on something like Truth to Power. Or maybe you have several folks who you'd like to bring into the studio with us, again, either in person or virtually. We would love that. We want to be the megaphone for you, the community. This is your station, and it's your opportunity to get behind these microphones and say something of importance to our community, whether it's sharing your passion about a particular kind of art or music or culture in our community that is underrepresented in the mainstream media, or certainly community issues, social justice issues. You hear about them all the time here on Forward Radio, uh, and we're covering corners of the community that don't get covered elsewhere, and that's because this is your station, and you can take control of the airwaves any hour of the week. So please join us at forwardradio.org. And with that, I'll let you go. Thank you so much for tuning in to us here on Truth to Power.